everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, indeed. In fact, actually, today is a day we've been waiting for. Did you know that? It's Christmas? No. Sorry, Holly. It's not Christmas. Uh, it's not anybody's birthday, at least on this show. It is actually the day that Britney Spears is expected to uh, address the court regarding her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, we are ready at any time to go live to ABC News. They are covering it wall to wall. And so should anything uh, break during the show, worry not. We have our eye on it. Um, but yesterday... Uh, there was a piece that dropped from the New York Times about this very topic. Uh, and basically, the New York Times piece explained that Britney Spears has been quietly pushing to end this conservatorship for years. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot in this New York Times piece, and I would encourage people. I know a lot of people have read this. I mean, if you look at social media, um, it's clear that this broke through yesterday in a way that, um, you know, a lot of deep dives into celebrity stuff doesn't always. So um, but if you want to read it, you really should, because it's it's chock full of stuff. It really is. And so, you know, among the things we learn is that um, Britney Spears, this is it was in 2020 that Britney Spears first, or at least, you know, this, how do you explain it? Like in this episode of time had, uh, had expressed an interest in, uh, readdressing the conservatorship Mm -hmm. and that during the free Britney movement kind of all caught fire. Yeah. But this New York times piece basically is saying, guys, this isn't the first time she's made requests like this. She's been trying to move the needle for a long time. What were some of your takeaways from reading this New York Times piece? I, you know, uh, for the most part was like, okay, this just confirms what we've been talking about on our show. And I know a lot of people, it's not like we were unique in in this perspective, but as a lot of people questioned um, what was going on with this conservatorship, it's clear that people were right to have those questions, that some of the concerns people not directly connected to Britney Spears had about the way this all looked. Mm Mm-hmm appear to be justified um, by the facts, and that is uh, some confidential court records were obtained by the Times, so they had an, uh, you know, an actual insight into things, um, and you know, the people who, who put this piece together spoke to people, and it all sort of just confirms what we expected, which is that, in fact, from the very beginning, Brittany wanted very little uh, for her father to do with this conservatorship, and that relationship was strained uh, throughout and has continued to be strained and has just gotten worse. There were some things, of course, that you learned that you um, didn't know before. Um, if you've been a even casual observer of uh, the, quote, free Britney movement, um, you know, little b- bits and pieces and details. But I think for me, the biggest takeaway for the Britney Spears uh, piece in the New York Times is that there are so many people at work trying not to listen to what Britney Spears herself wants that when like my first reaction to this whole story was here, you have an adult woman who uh, is able to do a job. And again, I, this is not a unique observation. Everybody has said this, or a lot of people have said this. You have a woman who has been working harder than most adult people mm-hmm. and I, I don't mean uh, to say that other people's work isn't hard, um, complicated, it's complex, um, 
you know, it, it's very mentally, emotionally and physically taxing. She has done this for years or was doing this for years to keep uh, several, you know, dozens of people employed. And yet she had little, if any, control over her, like the goings on in her life. So there's this weird paradox mm-hmm. and that paradox Um, which seems so plain to us in the absence of knowledge becomes even clearer to us with this knowledge that, you know, um, it is, if it looks like a duck, Mm -hmm. it walks like a duck, it's probably a duck. So it'll be interesting then to see what, you know, what is the result? Because up to this point, whether it's the conservatorship, whether it's uh, the judges in this case, whether it's the legal representation, nobody with the exception of her attorney seems to be pointing out the obvious that it seems plain for all to see. And that's the part that's really frustrating. And you see in stark contrast when you're reading this New York Times piece is it's illustrated by sort of these little episodes that, you know, are just snapshots of her life. For example, to, to the point that you made, Bradley, many people on the payroll, including the actual figures of her father, Jamie Spears, who is the conservator. He, he earns $16,000 a month Mm -hmm. plus $2,000 a month to rent the office space, right? So that's like above and beyond his monthly salary. He's making that kind of money on her and she has to go to him to ask him when she can spend money, including, and they illustrate this in the article, a time that she went to him and said she wanted to have the cupboards in her kitchen restained. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, because we're spending too much money Yeah, on all of the people it's who she control. supports. Yes. There's another sort of episode in this, uh, in this article in the New York times about Britney Spears uh, and how she's been quietly trying to end the conservatorship where she talks about being forced to perform with a 104 degree fever. Yeah. And she refers to it as one of the scariest times of her life. I mean, well, and again, the people that are supposed to be in, in a position of um, caring for her, like this, this conservatorship is supposed to be about protecting Britney Spears, Mm -hmm. but it seems that it's really just to protect um, the people who make money from uh, Britney Spears, despite what she actually wants with her career. I mean, even the judge at one point who is challenged um, because Britney is concerned, her father, who is, who was sober has been drinking again. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, you know, this is a person, I mean, think about it. This is a person that's in charge of her conservatorship. Um, a person who's supposed to be well-equipped to manage someone who's not well-equipped to be managed. Mm-hmm. And the person who's deemed not well enough to uh, manage themselves is saying the person who's managing me is uh, not sober, is not helpful, is combative combative etc like the judge is like well you don't get to you don't get to have a say in that that's not for you to decide that we because they wanted to drug test mm-hmm. jamie spears and the judge is like yeah you don't get to do that and it's like well wait a minute right she's the one who like every but like it, it's so weird to me she has to pay for the attorneys that keep her from herself mm-hmm. that keep her locked into this conservatorship Despite protestations to the opposite that she can end this whenever she wants. That's not the case. If it were, it would have been ended a long time ago. It's clear that even the judge in the case, now there's a different judge. But Mm -hmm. at the time, the judge was more sympathetic to the people controlling her interests than her herself, which seems to directly contradict the role of the conservatorship. And the irony of the fact that the person that the conservatorship is there to protect, Brittany, had to succumb to 
random drug tests repeatedly yeah. for a period of time. Which is just control. Again, yeah. it's a mechanism of control. And that Jamie Spears, then the one who actually was controlling all the decisions around the person who apparently was allegedly not able to make the decisions for themselves, yeah. is not succumbing to the random drug tests. Is It's ridiculous. When you really peel it back and kind of take that bird's eye view of it, yep. um, none of this actually makes sense. None of it makes sense. And we've been saying that all along, but when you see it in black and white in the way that they, and they're not, this is not speculation. This uh, article in the New York Times comes directly from leaked court documents, or I, th- I believe the way that they put it was court documents that had that were supposed to be private that were made not private that were obtained then by TMZ. So I I don't quite understand exactly how they were well, able to get to these court documents, but yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? Um I think there's um there was like part of the the stuff that they were looking at was from TMZ, but they must have gotten their own documentation and who knows how they inevitably got it, which right. is really neither here nor there. Right. Yeah, the the TMZ part was a transcript of the hearing was mistakenly unsealed and portions yeah. were first reported by TMZ. So this is not like speculation. This isn't people. This isn't a source saying these things. This is actual, you know, court records that that show what was going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Now, today, let's talk about today, because that's the thing that we've been you know paying attention to for yeah. a while is this announcement that. Britney Spears is set to speak in court today. It's not even that she's going to show up for court, right? Well, by all accounts, she's just going to be testifying virtually Mm -hmm. uh, on her own behalf. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like. I mean, it's sort of funny to me that everybody's, you know, showing up for this moment because there's this arbitrary hearing. Um, But it's not likely. I mean, even the New York Times piece points out, we don't know what we're going to know, if anything, Uh, about this particular hearing and i know that abc like abc has a live feed that's been going all day um where they've got people talking about stuff and you know it's what you'd expect but um and they're expected to go live i think at about 2 30 our time um but it's not clear what we would even be able to learn because like most of the 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 um, conservatorship hearings, like the hearings and all the legal maneuvering that's mm-hmm. going on behind the scenes. We're not really privy to it because it's not public. Right? right. So it really depends on what they're willing to share. And maybe her attorney will, you know, release the statement that she makes. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be um, great? But we also, there's no expectation that that's possible. So it could be that we're all just sitting here going do do do. I'm sure we'll hear something but like i said is, yesterday i'm afraid this is going to be sort of an al capone's vault situation where mm-hmm. there's going to be much ado about what will turn out to be nothing at least in the short term i will say though that sam Asgari is festooned in a free britney t-shirt and he's oh, uh, taken to his instagram and yeah. we will be talking about sam Asgari and his role in this situation a little bit later in the show today um we'll also be giving an update on what jamie spears is up to um, because I think you'd be surprised at what the person who holds the purse strings, who makes a hefty income monthly, is actually doing with his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was sort of dropped in very uh, gently at the end of this New York Times article and then picked up not so gently by Us Magazine. Thank you to them for their crack reporting. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. 
one and only Elizabeth Reese has arrived, and she has brought with her all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Hello, hey. darling. Nice day to be with you, my friend. And, and also, also with you. I actually saw Bradley in the parking lot yesterday. I know. It was, it was such wonderful. a nice treat. We got to hug. It was joyful. For the first time in over a year. I know. It felt great. Very, very good. Um, okay, let's talk about Michael B. Jordan, shall we? Let's. So he's apologizing for the name of uh, rum, his rum brand, after Nicki Minaj schooled him. Okay, so there is, uh, he named the rum, I, I hope I, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but Jovert, which uh, is, Nicki Minaj then accused him of cultural appropriation. Hmm. So Michael B. Jordan took to his Instagram story to explain himself after finding out that Jouvert is the name of a carnival that is celebrated in many Caribbean islands, but mm. has ties to 19th century slavery. Oh, interesting. So he said um, that he wanted to say on behalf of himself and his partners that our intention was never to offend or hurt a culture we love and respect and hoped to celebrate and shine a positive light on. And he said the last few days has been a lot of listening, a lot of learning and engaging in countless community conversations. And then he said that his brand is going to be changing its name in response to the backlash. I'm, oh, go ahead, Brad. No, I was just going to say it's so interesting to me that in this moment, people wouldn't be more thoughtful about where things come from because it and I didn't read too deeply into the story. So I apologize if I'm getting something wrong. But my impression was there were people that were connected to um, the cultures being represented that were involved in the business. But again, when you're the face of something, it's right. important to honor and um, maybe explore all of the the intricacies right. of something as Before simple as you a name. name it something. Yeah. Yeah. That was sort of my question was, you know, how did they even arrive at that in the first place without having done their due diligence? Uh, on yeah, it? it's that's a good question. So here's what Nicki Minaj said. Who, she's from Trinidad, by the way. And she said, I'm sure MBJ didn't intentionally do anything he thought Caribbean people would find offensive. But now that you're aware, change the name and continue to flourish and prosper. And she went in and, uh, on and said, a juve originated in Trinidad, um, and this was starting as part of the festivities when sugar. Uh, so it it originated when sugarcane fields caught on fire, and then the enslaved people were forced to harvest the remaining crops before mm. complete destruction. Mm. And so that it's like this this festival. It has a lot of complicated history. Sure. Yeah. So I, but you know what I what I do like about this conversation too is it's also shining light on the fact that the black experience in America is not a, a uniform thing. Right. Right. You know, that Absolutely. there are people from all sorts of places and then there's history of enslaved people in many, many places. We have difficulty in the United States of America recognizing that there are other countries who have different experiences uh, <laughs> and that they are also valuable. I just would like to go on record with that. Also, yeah. I, can I also just commend you know, in this in this sort of tense time, people have it, especially on social media, people have a tendency to to kind of come at people in not productive ways. Mm -hmm. And the way Nicki Minaj managed this was super productive yeah. and super caring and a great example for everybody on how you can communicate in a way that doesn't tear down another person. Right. And instead assumes that their their best intentions were were present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're to make money off yeah. rum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of the bottom mm -hmm. line. But yeah, that was it's it's an interesting conversation. So it's certainly it to you happening 
among the also, celebs. Just, also, just I hope somebody does a podcast or writes a book that I would listen to as an audio book about like celebrities and booze because that's just such a thing oh now gosh, that I need to understand how that machine works because right. it's got to be a machine. I like, know. Like, hey, interested in. You know, whether it's your own makeup line, your own brand of wine, and now your own, like, hard liquor. Think about Dan Aykroyd with this skull. Was it, is it vodka that comes in, like, that really cool skull bottle? I don't know anything about this. I have to look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, there's all sorts of celebrity um, alcohols. And I, Dan Aykroyd did it a long time. You know, I mean, it was probably, like, 10 or 15 years ago. But think about oh, how yeah. much... Oh, yeah, Crystal Head. Thank you. Is it vodka, Colleen? It is. It's vodka. And they have oh, a yeah. they have a special pride bottle. That is a rainbow skeleton. Cool. They're right cool now. bottles. They, they look really cool on a bar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't Happy know. Happy pride. I know. I drank some vodka. I can't have any more vodka sodas. I believe in life you're given Same. a finite number of vodka sodas. And I hit it by about 33. And yeah. then it was and like. We're done now. And we're done. So. you recognize that. We can't have any more of those. We shan't be doing that. Choose something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the New York Times released this report talking about Britney Spears and her conservatorship. And um, it's going all over the place. They cited sealed court documents from 2016. The newspaper quoted re- from records, transcripts, and reports from conversations between Britney Spears and a probate investigator in this case. Um, and the court investigator wrote in 2016, she articulated she feels the conservatorship has become an oppressive and controlling tool against her, Mm. believing the system had too much control. She is sick of being taken advantage of, and she says she is the one working and earning her money, but everyone else around her is on her payroll. So keep in mind, you know, that's now six years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And Jamie Spears, her father, is still in charge of her uh, affairs. She can't even change her cabinet color without him approving. You know, that's, I mean, there was, it's, we, we sort of touched on this, uh, the, a discussion around this New York Times piece in the last segment. But what, what essentially it is, is everything we assumed, but with details. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, every, there's a lot of people that are making a lot of money off of Britney Spears, and she's not allowed to make any choices about it at all. Right. And which makes sense when you think about how she said, I'm not performing anymore. Right. Like, I'm not doing this. Right. I'm yeah, not making when, money and, for you to spend. And I honestly think she's in a place where she doesn't want to p- perform again, even if she's given the option and all the control. Because right. I think, you know, and so rarely, and that's on us, like, so rarely do we allow people that whose work we, you know, artists whose work we love just create on their own terms or I not. Know. I mean, we've been, yeah, we've been we irritated with Rihanna for how long? Because yeah, well, she's that's, up that, that music. ship half failed. I, I love the surprise now thing, we're, though. we're still waiting for Adele. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, when Taylor Swift just dropped Evermore, and it just, oh. her folk, folklore was Wasn't first, the and best? then Evermore oh. was next, and it was like, all of a sudden, for, folklore's out, and I just am, like, so happy about everything that happened here. Right. And I loved the whole <laughs> surprise of it, and it was the first album that I physically purchased in probably, really? Like, eight years. Wow. I actually purchased it, and it's it's become... You know, it's a favorite. It's like a dinner. We still listen to that at dinner time every night. We listen to it all the time. Yes, I'm I'm with with you. (laughs) Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Thanks, friends. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. 
We have some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Item. Blinded by the Item. Item. Let's solve some celebrity gossip mystery, shall okay. we? We're going to kick things off with a confirmed blind item. We know who this is about. Colleen's choking to death. Oh, she's so excited. Play she's today. She's too excited for those blind items. Okay. Deep breath. Let deep it breath. out, honey. Uh, so we've got three people to think about Wrong in this pipe. blind item. Oh, sorry. Let's think about three people. This former A-plus slash A-list singer has a very selective memory. Somehow she manages minute details about sexual harassment, but can't remember if she ever saw an athlete doping dozens of times despite living with him. And certainly has trouble recollecting whether she had a relationship with this rapper slash country star who uses a stage name. Wow. Yeah, that's so much. I know. I told you three people. Former A-plus slash A-list singer. Yes. Former meaning like gone down on the list. Well, yeah. Or not really doing much. Well, just not really doing much, but you know who this person is. So, who is currently or was previously with an athlete? That is correct. Which one? Currently <laughs> or previously? Previously. So, this person oh. was previously with this high profile oh. athlete. Oh. Yeah. J Lo and A Rod? No. Uh, different sport? Okay. Uh, was he a basketball player? No. Great football? No. So that would be soccer. No. Hockey. Winning? No, no, no. Now think about somebody. I'm gonna give you a hint. Okay. This person oh. was an elite athlete at the top of their game in this specific sport. However, it was revealed that the reason this person was at the top is because they were doping. Lance. Oh, Lance Armstrong. Oh, is this Cheryl Crow? Yeah. Almost said Lance Bass. But in the rapper country star? Oh, is that Kid Rock? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so somehow Cheryl Crow has a very selective memory. Cheryl Crow manages to remember minute details about a sexual harassment experience, but can't remember if she ever saw Lance Armstrong doping dozens of times, even though they lived with each other and certainly has trouble recollecting her relationship with Kid Rock. Ooh, interesting. Why do we, was, why are we talking about this? I wonder. Uh, she's releasing a new memoir, I believe. That sounds about right. You know, what's funny is I hadn't thought about Cheryl Crow in a hot minute. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm obsessed with this show on HGTV called Hometown. Yeah. And they just did an episode called, or uh, they did a series called Hometown Takeover, where they took over another town that wasn't their own and did a whole bunch of rehab. And long story short, Cheryl Crow showed up to do like a parking lot concert for huh. them. And, and it like put her to the top of my mind. And I actually said something when we were watching it. I said to my husband, because she did a song called Picture with Kid Rock. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty big hit. It was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, and actually it's one of my husband's and my karaoke jams. And I said, did, were they ever a couple? And we couldn't figure it out. So it's interesting. Anyway, yeah, that's all just to say. She's been top of mind lately at our house. And that is interesting yeah. that... She's not forthcoming about the nature of that relationship. And also, 
I forgot about Lance Armstrong. Yeah, totally forgot about mm-hmm. him. If you want to hear more Cheryl Crow, this is an Audible original. So this is an original autobiographical audiobook that you can listen I'm to not, on Audible. Pro- I'm probably going to skip that, but thank you. Okay. For that. Thank you. <laughs> by the item. We're going to do another celebrity gossip mystery. This hugely wealthy man has made it his life's work to keep anyone who is not a legitimate heir away from the family fortune. They shouldn't want any of his money anyway because so much of it in recent years comes from his investments and payment systems used by the underworld for a lot of horrible things. Oof. Hugely wealthy man. Yeah. Does he have children? Presumably the legitimate heir in- indicates yes. Yes, this person has children. Now, this person has publicly said that he hasn't really given his children access to his wealth. Bill, Bill Gates. Gates. No. Oh. Fine. This um, person making headlines today for a decision that he has made. Missed that headline, so let's just go with some other rich uh, individuals. Who has worked closely with Bill Gates concerning wealth redistribution? Oh, uh, the miracle, the oracle of Omaha. Mm-hmm. Um. Who's the Oracle of Omaha? The Oracle of Omaha. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna hand this one over to not, you. It's not uh, Teve Torbs. God, I can't. What? Why can't I think of his? No. Don't you remember Teve Torbs? <laughs> Teve Forbes. It was the Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Thank yes, you. yes. Thank, thank you. you. Who is it? Um, Come on. God, it like the name is on my tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, Get it off your tongue, though. Last name is similar to an experience that you enjoy. Cooking? Well, food related. What? Baking? No. Uh, A place you like to go and eat. McDonald's? (laughs) Burger King? Yes, Ronald McDonald's. Like a chain? No, an experience. An experience. A type of dining experience that both of you love very much. Not Mm. not the type of food, but the way that the food is served to you. Oh, Warren Buffett. Thank you. (laughs) You got us there. That was good. Well done. All right. Thank you. The Oracle of Omaha. Omaha. (laughs) So apparently. Yeah, fill in the blank because now I've forgotten the blind (laughs) item. Uh, any illegitimate heir of Warren Buffett shouldn't uh, want Warren Buffett's money anyways, because much of it in recent years apparently has come from investments and payment systems used by the underworld for a lot of horrible things. Wow. Headline today, crazy. Warren Buffett says he's quitting the Gates Foundation. Oh. All right, then. He has resigned as a trustee at Gates Foundation. I wonder, does he say why? I've only read, read the, article, the headline. Yeah. <laughs> Because so much of his uh, money has come from his investments and payment systems used by the underworld. I mean, you know. Also, I just love the idea. I mean, I don't love it. But the whole notion of an underworld. I don't know. Sounds so like superhero. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like there's lots of caves involved. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Let's go to another celebrity gossip mystery. This permanent A-list actress was iconic in a television role and has hits and misses in movies. Everyone knows who she is, and she's being super secret about her love life because she's dating a married guy, Mm. which would cause tabloid headlines around the world. Jennifer Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Yeah. Oof. 
I'm curious. I would like to know more about that. Well, she doesn't mm-hmm. want you to know any I more know, about that. So we Fat won't chance know. Grandpa. Yeah. So Jennifer Aniston is being super secret about her love life because she's dating a married guy, which would cause tabloid headlines around the world. Mm-hmm. I wonder, do we know the married guy? Probably not, but I would assume that just the fact that he's married, people it's, couldn't yeah, handle that. Yeah. Interesting. They would find it to be... Five hours ago, People Magazine, Jennifer Aniston opens up about her life. Mm-hmm. I'm in a really peaceful place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but That's not an it, exclusive. But not talking about my relationship. So she's like, maybe if I just tell them everything's fine, they will go away. Maybe the married guy is Brad Pitt. She's also on the cover of... <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm just saying. People. Yeah, exclusively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's people. So yeah, of she's opening up about her life now, staying positive through tough times. She has a dog. Wow. I have a job that I love. I have people in my life. What's her job? She's on the morning show. Oh, yeah. I have people in my life who are everything, and I have beautiful dogs. Sounds good. Actually, sounds I would, pretty nice. I know. I was just going to say, it. I would like to have her life. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds and good. her her last, last moment of bliss, the sunset, because it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's a bunch of lies. <laughs> All right, one more. It's a beautiful lie, though. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I would like to go there. Mm-hmm. I'd like to live that lie. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. With some very inside help, this former business manager to a permanent A-list singer embezzled nearly <gasps> $3 million, which is all hidden by accounting gimmicks and fake companies. These sums were in addition to the money the manager was paid for their services, which was also in the millions. Uh, Former business manager to a permanent A-list singer. Do we know the former business manager? Do we know just the A-list singer? Um, We know both. Okay. Is it like a Scooter Braun situation? No. No. Is Is it a Britney Spears situation? Some people were saying yes, so we can say perhaps... There's another person too. So there's two people. Is this there. like Mariah Carey and her crazy Bolishnikova uh, mm. or whatever her name is? Stella Bolishnikov. Yeah. Exactly. So somebody got ripped off by their former Oof. manager. Could be Britney Spears, could be Mariah Carey. And no. they did this by embezzling nearly $3 million, which was all hidden by accounting gimmicks and fake companies. And these sums were in addition to the money that the manager was paid for their services, which was also in the millions. Oh, so, man. Fun. Either Mariah Carey or Britney Spears got grifted. Mm. It's probably not the first and probably won't be the last celebrity to be grifted by their accounting department. Thank you for those uh, delicious blind items, Holly. You're welcome. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we've got more Chloe tales. Chloe. Tales from the Chloe after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh there are, you know, listen, there's been a lot of Kardashian news the last few days. And uh for that we apologize. But that's the world we're living in right now. And right now, a lot of conversations are revolving around Chloe. Yeah, and frankly, um, she's just a hot mess. She's the hot mess express in the Kardashian family of late, and you got to give them credit because they they always manage to have somebody having a hot mess in the tabloids, Mm -hmm. and that serves them well because, of course, if we didn't care about them, they wouldn't be able to continue making money off of our 
in attention. Okay, so anyway, back to Chloe. So we never got to this story on Tuesday. Um, and there's the story in page six. It tells a tale about Chloe that we already know. Basically, she's fully aware of what we're talking about. And um, she's literally as petty as we are because we're oh, pretty good. petty. Also, um, she, we didn't talk about this part of the reunion. I know you watched one part of the reunion. Or I something. didn't really watch it. I just have been uh, reading the you reports read the report of, the of the report. Well, there is a report of the report about um, where she fully talked about Jordan Woods. So let's start with um, this, the premise that she knows exactly what we're all talking about and, and is just being like shady about it. So there was this piece in page six. Chloe Kardashian likes a tweet shading Tana Manju over Tristan and True. Do you know what any of those words no, mean? No, but it sounded like a poem. I know, right? Beautiful. So apparently um, she... So this is what I find interesting. What did we just learn about Chloe and Tristan? That they had broken allegedly. up actually a while ago because of the allegations by Sydney Chase. and But we are just finding out about it now, probably because we just got the pictures of him coming out of a room disheveled after... Getting it on with three ladies. Yeah, so... The space-time continuum. A YouTube star by the name of Tana Manju, Manju, Manjo, I don't know how to pronounce her name. We're going to call her Tana, and it might be Tana. Tana? I don't know. Well, the kids like her. She's very popular. Yeah, she's the YouTube star and a celebrity in her own right. Took to Twitter on Sunday um, speculating about uh, Tristan. (laughs) I was a true. Not the child's behavior. uh, Tristan's behavior at her birthday party tweeting. All I know to tweet about my birthday party last night is that Tristan Thompson was one of the first attendees. Okay. And then she went on to say. So he's punctual? Like, babe, where's true? It was Father's Day on Sunday. Ah, okay. Thank you, Holly, for that extra piece that was important. (laughs) So um, she seemed to show uh, her support for her ex, Mm. Chloe did, when she liked a tweet, not from Tana Manju, but from a fan who shaded Tana. I'm probably saying her name wrong, and I feel like all the millennials out there are like, oh my God, T. We'll call her T. (laughs) Uh, So, again, Chloe... Theme to sh- this is how stupid this is, you guys. Because think about this: Chloe Kardashian is sitting around and sees um, this tweet, and then sees somebody commenting on this tweet, and then likes the comments mm-hmm. of a said tweet. Do you see where I'm going here? Yeah. So what she's doing is like from the background saying, "I see you, I hear you." She didn't mm-hmm. respond to T, to our T's good friend T. Tweet. Um, the the tweet she responded to said, "Shut the bleep up." to Tana, this screams attention-seeking at its finest because you know damn well that man going to make headlines over anything pertaining to women. So basically, they were calling out her Mm -hmm. tweet, and Chloe liked that tweet. So, But what's interesting about that is that indicates that she still has Tristan's back, right? Because the tweet is calling him out for being a bad dad. But okay, but get you have to do Chloe math now. Oh math! I'm sorry, guys. I, I need you all to uh, pay attention to the blackboard. I have written an equation on top on that. Really, all roads lead back to Chloe because Chloe's not really concerned about what people's impression of Tristan is. Well, yeah, they think it's a reflection of on, her exactly. But when you learn the story that um, they haven't been together, uh, he's cheated on her multiple times. 
good job to you, Chloe. Now you're you're liking a troll's troll, like the a, a troll of a troll. It's like a troll removed, right? You're she's like like in the weeds in a way that indicates this woman at all times is probably listening to our show. Hi, Chloe. Seething about what we and everybody else because she's so far down like she's not responding i'm sure there are celebrities who have full-on had opinions about chloe and tristan and she is not responding to those people she's responding to the people that you have to find if you only go looking for them meaning it's not like she just happened upon this tweet she had to go look oh she went looking for it here's what i want to say then about that is this For as much as they want us to pay attention to how, I mean, like I said this, I think yesterday or on Monday, that the whole premise of keeping up with the Kardashians is this notion that they are so rich and so fabulous that we all want to be them, right? Mm -hmm. But really think about the misery that a person must live in if they are paying that close attention to what is being said about them and then passive aggressively i mean i thought we had the corner on passive aggression here in uh minnesota but apparently she's bested us no again um to your point if you're so aware of what people are saying not about you but what people are saying in response to what people are saying about you that is a level of narcissism and ego that um is not going to bode well for you Mm-mm. or anybody around you. So um, the other piece to this, um, again, just talking about Khloe Kardashian is that, so we know she's petty, uh, just like we're petty, but here's the difference. We get paid, I guess she gets paid to be petty, so uh, whatever. whatever. Oh, she's uh, just like us. The so, celebrities yeah. are Although, just like us. The difference is, I go home at night and I don't bring this stuff with me. Mm-hmm. Bye. Uh, she lives it, because that's her life. That's mm-hmm. the deal she made with the devil and um Dance with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight. I don't know. I'm just going to quote Batman. Thank you, Batman. Khloe um, Kardashian and Kylie addressed the Jordan Woods cheating scandal in that um, reunion of the Kardashians, keeping up with the Kardashians, the final curtain. And they, she talks about Jordan Woods. And this is the most fascinating thing to me because I always thought that Jordan Woods was a part of this experience. Like she was just getting thrown under the bus to create a chapter in a narrative of their reality series. Mm -hmm. But it really seems like they pushed her out as they do very often with women. Um, And they're still talking about it and they're still talking about it in a way that just makes them seem so sad and pathetic. Quote, Chloe said, I don't have any grudge against Jordan. I think people make mistakes. People live and they learn. I have to forgive these people for me. And it's up to them to forgive themselves and be accountable and learn and hopefully don't repeat these same cycles. Um, what does that mean other than you just called her a bitch again? Like, oh my literally? Anyone? I don't have enough eyes to roll for that. That yeah. was... Yeah. No. I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> Thank you for shouting that down from your moral high ground, yeah. Chloe. I have to not do anything, but these people, they really need to forgive themselves. Okay. <sighs> When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, so the Subway tuna is not tuna. Do what? do you even care? Like, does the taste matter or does what it is matter? Six 